Thanks, Peter. Uh, if we could uh, please turn to Isaiah chapter 9. And uh, we're just going to have a look at a few verses here that many of us are familiar with. Um, written around 700 BC, 700 years before Christ came to the earth the first time. Uh, it's a prophecy about Jesus Christ coming to the earth uh, the first time and his second coming uh, and that he will rule and reign on the earth. So, you know, the Bible, a book like no other. It's the word of God. It's the truth. Uh, it uh, foretells the end from the very beginning um, because it's inspired by God and we know that we can rely on it. Praise the Lord. So Isaiah 9 verse 6, I just want to talk a bit about God's authority tonight. And in verse 6 it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, kingdom to order it uh, and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And so if we just go back to the beginning of verse 6 there, you know, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Of course, that's talking about Jesus coming the first time, and that was all fulfilled. And then it talks about the government will be upon his shoulder. Jesus is coming back to the earth, and he's going to rule, and there'll be righteousness, and no more of the things of this world, but it'll be the way the Lord intends it to be. So that's something to look forward to, isn't it? All the people said. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's, that's the promise. That's uh, our portion if we just hold on to the Lord till Jesus comes back. I just wanted to focus a little bit on the end of verse 6 there where it says about the Prince of Peace. And you'll notice uh, as a lot of those words there, uh, it's capitalised. It's like a title, um, the Prince of Peace, because that's who Jesus is. It's what he is. We might think about... The Prince of Australia, you know, if you were the Prince of Australia, then uh, you'd have authority, wouldn't you? You'd have ability to uh, confer titles on people or whatever it is that the Prince of Australia might do. I'm not really sure. But anyway, but thinking about a real title in this world, the Prince of Wales. Uh, now, of course, the Prince of Wales is a bit more of a figurehead these days than uh, in times gone by. It's actually a title that's been in use uh, from the research that I did for about 700 years. Um, and of course, so, you know, we're talking back to the 1300s here. Now, in times of old, uh, you know, a monarch ruled that realm that they ruled over. We might think of uh, Pharaoh ruling over Egypt. Um, some things that we can relate to from the Bible. King Nebuchadnezzar ruling over Babylon. Ahasuerus, try saying that three times fast. Ahasuerus uh, in the book of Esther there. And, you know, these guys, they made decrees and that was the law. That was how things were to be done. Um, you know, 
no correspondence shall be entered into. It was a decree and it was law and it was done. So we think when we think about a monarch or a prince, power, uh, right to bestow perhaps land upon his subjects, title, you know, I confer on you the title of defender of the realm or whatever the case may be. Again, I've never conferred a title on anyone, so I, I wouldn't really know, but you can do your own research. Anyway, but the thing that I'm focusing on here um, is that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Not the Prince of Wales, not the Prince of Australia, the Prince of Peace. And he has the power, the right, the authority to give peace to his people. And he's done it for us and he's done it in us by filling us with the Holy Ghost. Peace with God, salvation, forgiveness, right standing with the Lord, things that we could never attain to in our own strength and had no right to according to our own righteousness or our own works, but through the mercy and love of God, he sent his only begotten son, the Prince of Peace, to die and to rise triumphant over the grave so that we could have peace, righteousness, forgiveness, and be in right standing with God. And there's some other pretty good stuff here in verse 6. His name shall be called. You know, so this is who the Lord is. Wonderful. He's our counsellor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, and he's coming back and he's going to rule on the earth and we're going to rise up in the air uh, and uh, meet him in the air and rule and reign with him if we remain steadfast. It's our birthright because of the authority of God and of his son Jesus Christ and because of his love, we who were really, well, we were outside of the promises of God, we were nothing in the Lord's sight, but now because of his love, it's our birthright. It says we're born again of incorruptible seed, never dying. And we are the inheritors of these things, of peace, of forgiveness, of the mercy of God. Someone agrees with me. That's great. Very good. Okay. Um, you know, if anyone can say, I confer on you, it's Jesus Christ. I confer on you blessing salvation, peace. He's made us the sons and daughters of the living God. If we just look in John chapter 1. And verse 12. And again, this is talking about Jesus Christ coming to the earth in the gospel of John. But for the sake of time, we'll just focus on uh, verse 12 and 13. And it says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. He gave us the power. He filled us with the Holy Spirit. And uh, we're now born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but we're born of God. 
and uh, halfway through verse 12 there where it says, to them, so it's talking about us, let's make no mistake, Jesus is coming back, that's going to be fantastic, but now to us, the born again, born of water and the spirit, he's given us the power to become the sons of God. He had the authority and uh, he's able to confer that upon us by his love. I've made you my son, my daughter, my child, and those of us who are parents understand the love that we have for our children. We watch over them, we care for them, we want the best for them, we teach them, we point them in the right direction in life, we prepare them for life when they're young so that when they're older, they know what's right. And that's what the Lord's done in us and what he's doing in us till Jesus Christ returns. And so praise the Lord, it's wonderful, it's a blessing and it's important to think about, to appreciate what the Lord's bestowed upon us and to be all ears to his word and say, Lord, whatever you say, I'll do. But um, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. In the margin, it says the right or the privilege to become the sons of God. He's bestowed that upon us by his mercy. Matthew chapter 8, if we could, please. And verse 5. Matthew 8, verse 5. We're talking about the authority of the Lord here. Um, and what it means to us, the love of God in our life. Matthew 8, verse 5, And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came to him a centurion, beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lies at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said, I will come and heal him. No hesitation, the love of God. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou should come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed, for I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. Uh, and I say to this man, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, verily or truly, I say to you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. So this Roman centurion understood authority and what it meant. He'd experienced it for himself. He understood the chain of command. Jesus is the captain of our salvation. We follow him and uh, he'll bless us. He'll be there for us at all times to keep us till Jesus comes, just like the situation there in verse 6. Lord, my servant lies at home sick of the palsy, and Jesus said, I'll come and heal him. Instant. Um, but anyway, uh, I just wanted to reflect on, uh, well, verse 13 um, Let's just read that. And Jesus said to the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done uh, unto thee. And his servant was healed in that self-same hour. How'd you be? So, you know, here's this, uh, what a blessing. The Lord just, you know, instant in his love and working in the situation there. Um, I just uh, was reflecting as I was reading these verses about the centurion and what he would have felt, just the joy, the relief uh, as that healing, that which he sought for, happened. And 
Uh, he was a Roman. He was not of Israel. He was outside of God's covenant and promise. But the love and mercy of Jesus was such that uh, the Lord came and intervened in that situation. And of course, we had no part in God's promises before we were spirit-filled. We are outside of God's covenant, his agreement, his promises, no right to the wonderful things that we uh, you know, have now. But we're now grafted in through the Holy Ghost by the love of God. Nothing of ourselves, but it's God's uh, promise to us. It's our inheritance. We now have access. All his promises are our birthright to claim because the Lord said so. And all we need to do is rest in that, believe it, trust in it, and let the Lord have his wonderful way in our life. I mean, our mind can get in the way uh, and, you know, complicate things a little bit. Uh, we might feel a bit inadequate or unworthy of the promises at times. Whatever the case may be, you know, we're all human. We've all got flesh. The great thing is the Lord understands that and he gave his son uh, to change things, to make us right in his sight, forgiven and uh, to have, well, you know, he's got the absolute authority to give these things, to make us his children, to make us worthy, to make us uh, right in his sight. He's got the authority, therefore we're authorised. You know, we're authorised by the Lord himself to come before him and to claim all the promises that he have, has for us. Now, the pressure's on because Peter said I was going to stick to time. Others doubted, but you know, anyway, um, Hebrews chapter 4, we better sort of finish things off. I was going to talk about Jesus coming to the disciples uh, when they were on the sea there in Mark chapter 6. Um, and uh, they were a bit concerned uh, things were a bit stormy and so forth. And Jesus said, it is I, be of good cheer. And, you know, if anything could cheer a person up in life, you know, what a, what a great power and great promise in our life that whenever we're in need, the Lord is there to say, look, it's me. Cheer up. I'm with you. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to keep you till... Uh, till I come to take you home. And we think of Peter walking on the water to Jesus. You know, the, water, the sea, the t a type of the world. And Jesus, you know, he had his own personal hovercraft, didn't he? He was able to just sail over the things of this world. And he called Peter to walk to him on the water, and he did. And when, he, when the sea was a bit boisterous, and he started to look around, well, the Lord was there to pick him up. And that's the Lord's promise to us, that he'll always be with us, um, and, you know, to lift us up above the things of this life and to, um, well, to help us at times when we need to forget our troubles. Brother Sam was, um, his, he and his family were on their way to camp, this camp just that we're at now. They're here with us. Praise the Lord. It's great to see them. And uh, Sam went, you know, back down from the motel room to get some more of the gear and somehow he locked his keys in the car with the engine on. Um, and anyway, he's standing there thinking, what am I going to do here? And uh, while he was pondering, uh, there were two men, the only two men anywhere nearby, and one walked up to him and said, Buller. And sat, they, they're good words for Sam to hear. It's like, you know, from home, you see, being Fijian, for those that don't know him. 
and he started having this good old conversation in Fijian with this man and then he was able to witness to him and uh, the guy said he hadn't found a church yet in Australia and he wants to come to the meeting. So, you know, all things work together for good. But I was just picturing Sam there. He's a keen evangelist. He loves it. And the things of the Lord and the word of God and serving the Lord have just got that way of lifting us up above our trials and our difficulties. And, and uh, we just rejoice, don't we? It's, it's powerful. It's wonderful. It's the blessing of God. And anyway, you know, Sam's standing there witnessing to this guy in Fijian. And then after a few minutes, I don't know, ask Sam, I don't know how long it was, he thought, oh yeah, that's right, I'd locked the keys in the car, hadn't I? And uh, so anyway, and then the other bloke came over and um, he, uh, he worked for the RAA. So before they knew it, someone was there to solve all the problems and it was all sorted out. So anyway, but isn't it great how when we're talking about the Lord, it's just got that way of lifting us up and we forget about our, um, our difficulties and we're rejoicing in the Lord. Anyway, just a little story that I thought you might like. Um, true story, by the way. Um, Hebrews 4 verse 14, we'll finish here. It says, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted, like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And all the people said, Amen. We'll leave it there.